Thank you. 
Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord be with you. Let us pray. O God, from whom all good proceeds, grant that by your inspiration we may think those things that are right, and by your merciful guiding may do them. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. 
A reading from the first book of Samuel. All the elders of Israel gathered together and came to Samuel at Ramah and said to him, You are old, and your sons do not follow in your ways. Appoint for us, then, a king to govern us, like other nations. But this thing displeased Samuel when they said, Give us a king to govern us. Samuel prayed to the Lord, and the Lord said to Samuel, Listen to the voice of the people in all that they say to you, for they have not rejected you, but they have rejected me from being king over them. Just as they have done to me from the day I brought them up out of Egypt to this day, forsaking me and serving other gods, so also they are doing to you. Now then, listen to their voice. Only you shall solemnly warn them and show them the ways of the king who shall reign over them. So Samuel reported all the words of the Lord to the people who were asking him for a king. He said, These will be the ways of the king who will reign over you. He will take your sons and appoint them to his chariots and to be his horsemen, and to run before his chariots. He will appoint for himself commanders of thousands and commanders of fifties, and some to plow his ground and to reap his harvest, and to make his implements of war the equipment of his chariots. He will take your daughters to be perfumers and cooks and bakers. He will take the best of your fields and vineyards and olive orchards and give them to his courtiers. He will take one-tenth of your grain and of your vineyards and give it to his officers and his courtiers. He will take your male and female slaves and the best of your cattle and donkeys and put them to his work. He will take one-tenth of your flocks and you shall be his slaves. And in that day you will cry out because of your king, whom you have chosen for yourselves. But the Lord will will not answer you in that day. But the people refused to listen to the voice of Samuel. They said, no, we are determined to have a king over us so that we may be like other nations and that our king may govern us and go out before us and fight our battles. The word of the Lord.
reading from the second letter of Paul to the Corinthians. Just as we have the same spirit of faith that is in accordance with Scripture, I believed and so I spoke, we also believe and so we speak, because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus will raise us also with Jesus and will bring us with you into his presence. Yes, everything is for your sake, so that grace, as it extends to more and more people, may increase thanksgiving to the glory of God. So we do not lose heart. Even though our outer nature is wasting away, our inner nature is being renewed day by day. For this slight momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all measure, because we look not at what can be seen, but at what cannot be seen. For what can be seen is temporary, but what cannot be seen is eternal. For we know that if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. The word of the Lord.
Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Mark. The crowd came together again so that Jesus and his disciples could not even eat. When his family heard it, they went out to restrain him, for the people were saying, He has gone out of his mind. And the scribes who came down from Jerusalem says, He has Beelzebub, and by the ruler of the demons he cast out demons. And he called them to him and spoke to them in parables. How can Satan cast out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, that house will not be able to stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand. But his end has come. But no one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his property without first trying, tying up the strong man. Then indeed the house can be plundered. Truly, I tell you, people will be forgiven for their sins and whatever blasphemies they utter. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit can never have forgiveness, but is guilty of an eternal sin. For they have said, he has an unclean spirit. Then his mother and his brothers came, and standing outside, they sent to him and called him. A crowd was sitting around him, and they said to him, your mother and your brothers and sisters are outside asking for you. And he replied, who are my mother and my brothers? And looking at those who sat around him, he said, here are my mother and my brothers. Whoever does the will of God is my brother and my sister and my mother. The Gospel of the Lord. Bless, O Lord, us, thy servants, who minister in thy temple. Grant that what we sing with our lips we may believe in our hearts, and what we believe in our hearts we may show forth in our lives. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Today is a heart-to-heart kind of day. It's not a day for holding back, not a time for keeping it in. Today is a day to let the heart have its turn to sing and speak and love and live from the inside out. Ray and Beth. Whatever else I say here this morning, whatever it is that you remember over the years as you look back on this day, I want you to remember this, that we love you. 
And as long as you and each of us knows deep down that God loves us too, that's all that really matters in the end. In fact, if I were courageous enough, I would quit while I'm ahead and sit back down right now. (laughs) But I won't. Because there's more to do and to say here for you and I have some things we can learn from the heart this morning, things we can take with us that you, Ray and Beth, can take with you as we bless you on your way. If your experience has been anything like mine these past days, today is a day you will have been leaning into without quite noticing that you have. For my part, I have taken to playing a lot of Jerusalem and Paris, I was glad, whilst driving down Ponce de Leon. (laughs) Think of it of an English clergyman's answer to R&B, drifting by... Drifting by Mary Max in my Toyota Prius, <laughs> windows down, kids mortify with embarrassment <laughs> as their dad pumps up the volume as King's College, Cambridge, sing of plenteousness in the palaces of Jerusalem. So one morning this week, a guy in a soft-top BMW drew up alongside us and gave me a worried look. (laughs) I nodded in his direction and turned up Kings just a couple of notches more. (laughs) Ray and Beth Chenault, I mithed out to him. And as soon as he could see the clergy collar, he stepped on the gas and made a sharp right turn. (laughs) A touch of the Chenaults on doing its magic on the way into work. I suspect that more than a few of you here will understand, for musicians and their music move us. Music is a work of the heart that speaks to us at such depth that often it is hard for us to put to words just how music makes us more than who we already are. But it does. Ray and Beth, you have offered this ineffable gift of music to countless saints on this block and well beyond. And following the service today, how many more of us will find ourselves singing Talis at Trader Joe's or Stanford at the gas station, I wonder? For the human soul is made to sing. We are created to fill our hearts with the sound of our song, which is a good thing. Because our hearts can so often be the part of ourselves in need of the most filling up, can't they? Troubles of the heart is something of a common theme in the readings we heard this morning. From the outset, the exchange we heard between the elders of Israel and Samuel is quite simply heart-breaking. The message to ancient Israel's ancient prophet goes a bit like this. You are old, Samuel, and your sons aren't really up to much. So we're sorry, but it's over. Give us what everyone else has, a king. It's heartbreaking for lots of reasons. It spells for Samuel the end of a season where the people's trust in his judgment as their prophet was coming to an end. No matter how dire the warning may be, 
should their hunger for kingship be satiated. Kings take, kings acquire, kings demand, warns Samuel. From what had been a relationship between prophet and people built upon truth-telling and the pursuit of right relationship, this new kingly economy of political power portends to be transactional, not relational. A quid pro quo of servitude enough to buy a leader who will take the nation into battle, the dark fantasy that seemingly every nation under heaven wishes to fulfill at some time or another. As you and I know, the purchasing of leadership didn't work then any more than it works today. But it's more than just bad nation building, it's bad theology. For the rejection that Samuel feels does not truly belong to him but to God. What's more, the people who were brought out of slavery in Egypt were intended for liberation from that very system of servitude and might, such that they might live as God's beloved in freedom and grace. Israel does not need a king. The only true authority to govern the lives of God's people is God, their true king, because leadership is not a matter of might, but of the heart. And to reject that is to reject a whole lot more than any one particular leader. It is to default on the promise that God extends to all humanity, that we might live freely with one another through the power of faithfulness. Why has the leadership of Ray and Beth Chenault been so utterly successful these past 43 years? Because they have been faithful. Over the course of the last several weeks, I've had the privilege to get to know several of the choir members one-on-one, having extended the invitation to them to come and see me should they wish to as we have approached this season of transition Several of our conversations have been about music, of course, about the past and the future. But several more have been about other things, upcoming marriages, impending moves across the country, even a few tips for me to work on improving my sermons. (laughs) And with them, some deeper conversations about faith and life and how to find hope in the midst of both. What an incredible gift to me those conversations have been. As I listened to each of them, it struck me how very much this friendly takeover of our chancel behind me represents decade upon decade of similar such conversations and the faithfulness and love that these singers have found in those who have led them. Ray and Beth, I know that you know that these singers are here for you. But I wonder if you can really ever know how much they are here for you. Because how can we know how deep and wide the impact of our faithfulness is in the lives of others? No doubt the song we hear this morning is 
beauty born of decades of skilled labor, and certainly the great music that we know and love at All Saints is as it is because, Ray and Beth, you possess and have nurtured in others exquisite skill. Yet much more is our music so because you have remained true to who you are, to your calling to serve God in this place, and to the voices and lives that have been in your care. My brothers and sisters in Christ, this is so much more than the end of two beloved people's years of service at this church. This is family, bidding farewell to its own. If the exchange between Samuel and the elders of Israel is heartbreak enough, the story of Jesus and his family, caught in the middle of an argument about Satan and mental health, is even more so. <clears throat> For it reminds us of the lines of fracture that characterize many of our own family lives. There is, perhaps, no more painful thing that one family member can express to another than that which says, I wish I had no part of you. Who knows if Jesus ever got served any dinner that night at the family table? Who knows if his family ever got to hear that those around him were more truly his family than his own flesh and blood? It seems that not even the human family of the Son of God is spared the pain of misplaced words. Whether we are reconciled to our own families of origin or not, each of us also has the opportunity through life to form our chosen family, people who become to us as brothers and sisters, mothers and fathers, sons and daughters. It is no secret, Ray and Beth, that you have made All Saints Choir among your chosen family. You only need to spend five minutes in the music suite to see how much this is true. In just this brief span of time since I have known you both, I have seen you love and cherish and lift up and remain true and steadfast and faithful to the singers in your care and to this parish. And both of you have our deep and abiding gratitude. Today is a heart-to-heart -heart kind of day. And I end with a heart-to-heart -heart kind of poem from Maya Angelou. Ray and Beth, the truth of this heart-to-heart -heart story we know in Christ Jesus is that you have been loved, as have we all, in and out of time by the God who goes with you now and to all that lies before you in that strange country called retirement. <laughs> Take this word of hope with you as you journey forth. In and Out of Time by Maya Angelou. The sun has come, the mist has gone. We see in the distance our long way home. I was always yours to have. You were always mine. We have loved each other in and out of time. 
When the first stone looked up at the blazing sun and the first tree struggled up from the forest floor, I had always loved you more. You saw me bludgeoned by circumstance, lost, injured, hurt by chance. I screamed to the heavens, loudly screamed, trying to change our nightmares into dreams. The sun has come. The mist is gone. We see in the distance our long way home. I was always yours to have. You were always mine. We have loved each other in and out, in and out, in and out of time. Go well, dear friends, and God bless you now and always.
Holy God, ruler of heaven and earth, you have raised us into your eternal life, and you have brought us into Christ's family, all who do your will. When we call you, answer us, and increase our strength within us. Hear us as we pray for the needs of your creation, saying, Make good your purpose for us, O God. Your love endures forever. You have filled the church with your Holy Spirit, O Holy One, and you renew us day by day. Empower our mission of witness and service so that your grace, as it extends to more and more people, may increase thanksgiving to the glory of God. Make good your purpose for us. O God, God, your love love endures forever. You are on high, yet care for the lowly and perceive the haughty from afar. Reveal your glory to all who exercise power and authority and halt their deeds of pride, greed, and violence, so that all the rulers of earth will praise you. Make good your purpose for us. O God, God, your your love love endures forever. Do not abandon the works of your hands. Look upon those who walk in the midst of trouble to keep them safe. Make good your purpose for us. O God, your love endures forever. Visit this community with your compassion and your grace, that we may glorify your name and your word above all things. O God, your love endures forever. We will give you thanks, O God, with our whole heart especially for the members of our wedding guild. May their ministry of hospitality be remembered by the families they serve as a sign of your grace and love. And we thank you for the safe births of Emily Page Charles and Madison May Tuggle. Are there other thanksgivings? We do not lose heart as we pray for those who need our intercession, especially Chris Burgess, Trina Jackson, Jack Srinivasan, Hugh Betchman, Robert Brauner, Mike Henry, Noel Jenkins, Sabrine Mohammed, B. Nelson, Babs Turner, Richie Williams, Clifford Coleman Leslie III, The Best Family, Debbie Wiley. Are there others in need? We know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus will raise us also with Jesus and will bring us into his presence. Here are our prayers for those who have died, especially Parks Redwine, James Best, Manuel Zamora Guzman, Ruth Jedmudson, Harry Spillman, Sarah P. Turks, William Thomas Turks. Are there others who have died? Make good your purpose for us. O God, God, your your love love endures forever. We believe and so we pray, O God, that your glory may enter our lives and infuse the world with resurrection power through Jesus Christ, our Savior who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen.
Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will, and walk in your ways, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you. Forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen you in all goodness. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. The peace of the Lord be always with you. So if I promise to make this brief, will you promise not to cry? <laughs> no, no, maybe not. That's okay. Well, I could tell you a nice story that I went out to see the kids at Vacation Bible School this week who were having their lunch down on the courtyard, and they were just so tickled that we'd put up a whole tent for them to have shade. Um, <laughs> there's a party going on here on this block today, and you're all invited. You two are invited too. And um, we're going to celebrate and um, give thanks. And there's so much to give thanks for, and I've already preached a sermon. I won't preach another one. 
Um, but we give thanks for both of you, and we'll do that in a good old Southern fashion shortly, even with a Virginia-themed picnic, <laughs> which may not be good for the cholesterol, but is great for the soul. Um, but I also want to say a heartfelt thanks to, to this choir that just sort of multiplied overnight. Um, and, and yesterday, let's give a wrong round of applause. Yesterday, we had a, a, a luncheon to, to following. You needed to feed him after that rehearsal, which began at O'Dark 30. Um, hard work. And, and folks stood up and when they had, in recognition of how many decades they'd been singing in this choir, and it goes back quite a ways. And we're so thankful that you have, some of you, come quite a ways to be here this morning. I know you wouldn't be anywhere else, but we are so grateful to you and to all that you've offered through the decades to the glory of God through music in this place. And we also give, never forget the instrumentalists. They're always there on the side. It's tough. It's a tough life. But we thank you. <laughs> Other than that, if you were here for the first time and just wandered in off the street, there's something going on today, and we do give thanks. Um, but I, I'm glad that you're here for the first time or the, for the 50th time or for the 5,000th time. This is family, and we give thanks for this family of all saints. And of course, especially for Ray and Beth Chenault. Walk in love. As Christ loved us and gave himself an offering and sacrifice for the whole world.
earth, winds and waters and every living thing. You made us in your own image and taught us to walk in your ways. But we rebelled against you and wandered far away. And yet, as a mother cares for her children, you would not forget us. Time and again, you called us to live in the fullness of your love. And so this day, we join with saints and angels in the chorus of praise that rings through eternity, lifting our voices to magnify you as we sing. honor and praise to you, holy and living God, to deliver us from the power of sin and death and to reveal the riches of your grace. You looked with favor upon Mary, your willing servant, that she might conceive and bear a son, Jesus, the holy child of God. Living among us, Jesus loved us. He broke bread with outcasts and sinners, healed the sick, and proclaim good news to the poor. He yearned to draw all the world to himself, yet we were heedless of his call to walk in love. And the time came for him to complete upon the cross the sacrifice of his life and to be glorified by you. And the night before he died for us, Jesus was at table with his friends. He took bread, gave thanks to you, broke it, and gave it to them and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. As supper was ending, Jesus took the cup of wine again. He gave thanks to you, gave it to them, and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant which is poured out for you and for all for the forgiveness of sins, whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Now gathered at your table, O God of all creation, and remembering Christ crucified and risen, who was and is and is to come, we offer to you our gifts of bread and wine and ourselves a living sacrifice. Pour out your Spirit upon these gifts, that they may be 
the body and blood of Christ. Breathe your spirit over the whole earth and make us your new creation, the body of Christ given for the world you have made. In the fullness of time, bring us with all your saints from every tribe and language and people and nation to feast at the banquet prepared from the foundations of the world. Through Christ and with Christ and in Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, to you be honor, glory, and praise forever and ever. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia, Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. The gifts of God for the people of God, whoever you are, wherever you are on your journey, you are welcome at this table.
Mary Jo, in the name of this congregation, we send you forth bearing these holy gifts, that those to whom you go may share with us in the communion of Christ's body and blood. We who are many are one body, because we share one bread, one cup. Let us pray. God of abundance, you have fed us with the bread of life and cup of salvation. You have united us with Christ and one another, and you have made us one with all your people in heaven and on earth. Now send us forth in the power of your Spirit that we may proclaim your redeeming love to the world and continue forever in the risen life of Christ our Savior. Amen. Go forth into the world in peace. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor everyone. Love and serve the Lord, rejoicing in the power of the Spirit. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen.
Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia.
Thank mm-hmm. you.